This, 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 this is mythical. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, while you're doing that, Nicole, I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41. <laughs> skate Punk is back, and it's not Pop Punk. It is Skate Punk, but also they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Nicole, you're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Cheeto dust lives on your fingers forever, but which Cheeto lives in your mind forever? Puffs or crunchy? This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Scherer. And I'm your host, Nicole Inaiti. And Nicole, today we're talking about Cheetos. I'm excited. I'm God, I'm so excited. I really like Cheetos. I, I do not like original Cheetos. Oh. I don't I don't okay, okay, okay. So my At my, all? my judgment's about to be clouded here because <laughs> okay. ninety-five to ninety-nine point nine percent of the Cheetos I eat are gonna be flaming hot. Well, yes, I right? understand that. But sometimes a good old crunchy and or puff Cheeto. Yeah, it's don't really, don't give away your hand, no, Nicole. I'm don't not, never show no, them who you actually yet. are. I used to play poker in uh, fourth grade. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, I that used, was the thing when we were growing up. Yeah, I used to want to be a professional poker player. What stopped you? Um, reality. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And also, fair. my dad was like, "This is not a good job." Blah, blah. <laughs> um, speaking of which, my dad, it is his birthday. And uh, I'm going to get him a bag of Cheeto Puffs because that's his favorite. Happy birthday, Morris. <laughs> he loves Cheeto Puffs. <laughs> Your a dad's lot. a Cheeto Puffs man. Interesting. Oh, my uh, God. Is that? Okay, so are you. Hidden the, in the couch cushions. Are you the rebellious daughter or are you the daughter who, like, grew, <laughs> grew up wanting to be her dad? Like, Damn. do you want to spite your father or do you have, like, a Cheeto Edible complex? No, I've never had a Cheeto Edible complex, but I will say I love a good puff, but. If there's two in front of me, I'm reaching for the crunchy. <gasps> You're reaching for crunchy. I'm reaching Interesting. for the original. Yeah. For Inter- sure. So speaking of childhood traumas and familiar relationships, Nicole, <laughs> my mother wasn't a cruel woman, but she was very cold. I'm no, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, she was actually she was like pretty cruel actually. Yeah. Uh, but no, my brother, my brother uh, exclusively ate Cheetos puffs. Nice. And so I grew up for a long time. Right. If we were at the grocery store and Cheetos were on sale, we mm-hmm. get a bag. It was up to him to decide because he was older and he could threaten me. So we would always get puffs oh, and Nicole. Man. I resented that from him. You never like turned on the charm and was like, hey, please, big brother, can I please get the crunchy ones? No. I don't I think what's, that works for you. What I don't kind think of it works psychological like warfare large, were you doing as a child? Dude. I didn't have a lot of psych I didn't have a lot of games. It was more like hide in the corner and be silent. Oh know? my god. Well, honey, <laughs> <laughs> let me just say the amount of puppy dog eyes that got me things when I was a kid, I can't even mention, man. No, really? we weren't that. It was just like let a tantrum explode out of you once every nine months, and okay. then you go and see like a you know child counselor, and then okay, that was more like my game. So you were only allowed <laughs> one bag of chips, and well, yeah, your brother would always pick were... puffs. Yeah, yeah. So like I, I never really got the Cheetos Crunchy experience, and so I'd see people eating them, and I was like, wow, this must be a better. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Like in school, like you never uh-huh. had a friend, and you would be like, can I try f- f- one of those? F- 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 friend. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's a f- 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 Stop, friend? Like, no, you never like I, tried. When did you first try a Cheeto? Do you I, remember that? I don't remember. I don't remember my first Cheeto. That's me not either. like a big milestone. Yeah, me either. But like, I I would eat more puffs than crunchy significantly. Okay, so okay, I always okay. thought the crunchy were better because it was what I wanted. Uh-huh. But then, in a metaphor of the grass is not always greener, I realized that crunchy is not where it's at, mm. and that Cheetos puffs are a significantly uh, just more pleasurable eating experience <sighs> for Wait. a myriad of reasons. Nicole, okay, I, let I me agree. count the ways. Okay, go ahead. It's all you. One, lighter and puffier. <laughs> okay. They consider what are called vanishing calories, where if you eat something that is light and puffy, you assume that it you, has fewer calories okay, and you can eat more of stop, them. Full stop. Full stop. You associate Cheetos puffs with health. <laughs> yeah, don't you? No, Nicole, Nicole, not. it's got macronutrients in it. Of it's got not. carbs. It's got fat. Okay. It's, it doesn't have the other one. It doesn't have any protein, but it's got two out of the three macronutrients okay, okay. in it. What more could you I'm want I'm not going to give it to you, but next. You turn that into muscle. Uh, number two, they like... If you bite them in half, you put your tongue on it, and then it like kind of sizzles and dissolves because yeah. it's so like kind of airy. You know what you I know? don't like? The one thing about Cheetos puffs is like it like gets caught in your mm-hmm. teeth and it becomes really gummy. But then you have a snack for later. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. that's an opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, number three, number three, number What's three. They're symmetrical, which I appreciate because Cheetos crunchy, right? No two are the same. I which, love that though. No, no, no. Because, because, because Nicole, when you want to do walrus tusks. <laughs> when you want to do walrus tusks, what do you do? When you grab the crunchy Cheetos, oh, yeah. uh, game set uh, match no, no, right no. here. You can't do walrus tusks. But you know what you can do with the crunchy Cheetos? You can open up the bag, pour it in your mouth. All the little different sizes go into your mouth. fits perfectly. Crunch, oh, crunch. Oh, you get to jank it inside <laughs> yeah, your you mouth. Like, that's smart. Exactly. Also, the other the other part about crunchy Cheetos being uh-huh. asymmetrical is their artistic value. Exactly. You get sometimes like one that looks like uh, what's uh, the Flintstones? The Flintstones yeah. guy? The, the uh, club? club? Herman. <laughs> that's his name. Herman Flintstone. <laughs> Isn't the first yeah, name is Herman? Herman. Everyone There's knows that. There's no way his first name his is Herman. His name is Herman, Herman Blurman Flintstone. <laughs> no, it's Yeah, not. dude, look it up. That's his original name. Herman? Maggie, Maggie look it up. Herman Blurman Flintstone. There's no... No, it's B-L-E-R-M-I-N. <laughs> Herman Blurman. There it is. Are you kidding me? The man me? called Flintstone. Herman... So the thing about Herman Blurman Flintstone, <laughs> it's actually Flintstone with an M. It's... Who are we talking about? Wait, wait, wait. So... <laughs> this is bothering no, no, me. No, I'm, I'm talking about the artistic Cheetos. Okay. Like, the ones that resell on eBay for like $100,000. It's like a Cheeto that looks yeah, like there's Jesus a, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I love Jesus Cheeto. I love Jesus Everyone yeah. loves Jesus Cheeto. And I get the fact that if you want a Jesus Cheeto with puffs, you have to actually whittle it yourself. Do a little bit of scrimshaw. <laughs> His and name so that's, is Fred Flintstone. <laughs> no, it's Herman Blurman Flintstone, Nicole. I You're grew up watching monster. it all the time. You're a monster. You're a monster. <laughs> and it's it, the the Jetsons. It's uh, Carl Carling, Carling, Jetson. <laughs> Carl Carrington uh, Jetson. You know... I watch cartoons. You're having one of your educated. moments. You're having one of your moments. You're having one of your your moments. Um, no, I just listen, I love puffs. I understand why puffs are popular, but a classic Cheeto has the crunch. It has. I feel like it's cheesier. I think get, it is. De- it's denser. I think the cheese you, mm, falls into the nooks better, yeah, and it gets cheesier. Do you ever get like the super cheesy one? And you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm kind of nervous <laughs> with the super cheesy one. I'm like, is this gonna be too much cheese? <laughs> no for way. me to handle. No way. Ooh, maybe synapses, it's really intense. There's no way the synapses in your brain say this is too much cheese. <laughs> no, no, no. But I like the rush, Nicole. I like the rush. You know, it's like jumping off like a or going down a big water slide. Yeah. You know? I I just like the shape and size of a Cheeto, even though it's irregular. Something about it just is more enjoyable. The the puffs are too uniform. I know what I'm mm. getting. I know I like to live a little mm. dangerously. You know, it's like Russian roulette, but with uh, crunchy chips. <laughs> How often are you playing Russian roulette out there? Are you going behind like the alley of the 7-Eleven in Burbank? <laughs> Just spinning a revolver barrel? No. Oh, wait. What's the... I was talking about, like, craps. Is Russian roulette with a gun? Oh, my God. Yeah. What is... 
Russian roulette is definitely with a gun. Oh, <laughs> the, the deer hunter, right? That's the famous yeah, yeah, scene. Yeah. I'm sorry, I mixed roulette. up my games. <laughs> I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from on the asymmetricality being a good thing. Because yeah. if we look at the rest of the chip world here, there's a chip that I really dislike that prides itself on its sameness, and that is Pringles or Pringles. <laughs> If you pronounce it the French way. And I do not enjoy Pringles. I, I think they are just by far an inferior potato chip. Really? I, I love the gnarled irregularity of, say, a kettle chip where sure. they fold over on themselves. You there know? is something so satisfying, though, about taking, like, four Pringles and just, like, fitting it around like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Yeah, you do. I, I guess it's my walrus tusk thing. But oh. for for Pringles, because you can duck bill Pringles. You can du- that's the fun that's part. That's the fun part. That's the fun part. You get to duck bill it. You yeah. can't duck bill a kettle chip. I wonder chip. who, like, invented the duck bill of a Pringle. <laughs> so, so, I'm so sorry. I ate a ton of eggs and drank a Diet Dr. Pepper oh, right before this. No. Nicole. Today we asked the question, how much eggs is too much eggs to eat before a podcast? And four might be it. You had four eggs? Yeah. How many eggs do people normally eat in a serving? That might be a good two. podcast. Yeah, I'd say two. I'm generally five to six. <laughs> Shut I, uh, up. I'm dead serious. You're, like, do you take out some yolks? No. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. I If I could add boy. extra yolk, I do that. I don't think it's bad for you, though, right? I think eggs are fine. Yeah. I think eggs are totally chill. I don't, like, know enough of the hard data to say, but yeah. I do love eating five to six eggs at a time. You, like, love – what do you – you love it? Yeah, like, normally, you... well, I'll just scramble five to six eggs and eat them with my hands, but <laughs> dip them in some hot sauce and ketchup. This is real. This is what I do on my weekends. I, I, don't, I don't eat eggs what most days What do you have against forks? What? What forks vendetta are, do you have? They are against God. One forks, forks of the devil. Uh-huh. Yeah. Forks, I think, came from like the you know uh, Middle East. I think maybe the Ottomans, and they were in or no, the Moors. Forks were from the Moors, okay. and then they were in Italy for like six hundred years until they eventually reached England, and England just outright rejected forks. They called them effeminate. They were like, "That's an Italian thing." And then the church actually banned forks because they were like, "God gave you forks. They're called fingers. We are proud, masculine Englishmen. We eat with our hands." Mm-hmm. Upsetting gender politics aside, I regret to tell you what else the Church of England was doing during that time. Um, but I did side with them on the hands over forks issue. I will say that. <laughs> I will say that. You the are expulsion of, of the Jews, that was bad. They shouldn't have done that. But <laughs> yeah. the hands forks thing, that's good. That's nice. Okay, well, yeah, now yeah. I learned um, a little bit about you. Speaking of Cheetos. Yeah. You know what I like to eat my Cheetos with? Chopsticks. Oh, you're one of them. Yeah. I you mean, don't like, embrace the Cheeto finger. I try not to because my hands are in so many other things. Mm. But I don't want it to be, like, tainted by Cheeto dust. But I love a good cakey thumb. <laughs> yeah, when, once you get, because oh, there's, a gosh. Level, there's a level at which your thumb becomes fully caked in Cheeto to where you can <laughs> flick it off like dried paint. Yeah, that's the uh-huh. one of the reasons why I don't have long nails. <laughs> I'm not lying. It's because, well, number one, I work with food. Number two, Cheeto dust under the nail. Yeah. Ew, no, can't do that. It's Sophia Franklin, and if you don't already know, listen up. My mini-series is live now each and every Monday, and the only person missing is you. We're dating, we're dumping, we're learning, and we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What's your strategy for consuming the Cheeto dust off of your fingers? Um, I immediately stick it in the back of my, like, where my, mo- uh, what is this? Oh, I've seen you do that. What is this? What is this? Yeah, it's so your bicuspid. Bi- 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 or like junior molar. Like this. Like there's a junior whopper, you have junior molars. 
where my wisdom teeth used to be. I kind of just like interesting. Like that. I'm a I'm like a, you scrape it I'm, against my teeth and I kind of put it like next to my gums. Do you suck? Do you suckle? You a suckler? <laughs> I don't know. You suckle on the thumb because I'll go to I'll go one of two I ways. Sometimes I sometimes go up like this and I go like I have to scrape first. Yeah, yeah I yeah. always scrape first because of the sheer volume of of. Is you your need mouth, like an abrasive. Yeah, is your need, mouth dry? Who me? Yeah, I just heard you, you go. No, I was imagining <laughs> suckling on the Cheeto fingers, my own Cheeto fingers, not your Cheeto fingers. <laughs> I'm not, that's a, uh, there's probably like a subsect on like a certain website where that yeah. exists. I, but now that I'm thinking it, that's like a fun thing for a romantic partner to do. <laughs> Sucking the Cheeto dust off your fingers. That's the thing that I've never that's experienced. That's really intimate to do to somebody. That's, that's, that's like the, deeply, I cannot imagine anything more intimate. intimate. Because we all have our own ways of doing it. What is your way? What? Well, I scrape against the front tooth. That's yeah. one way. Yes, one way. Right? And then uh, another way is I rub my fingers together like a grasshopper's legs and you create a little just ball of Like eraser Cheeto. dust? Yeah. And then you just shove it in your mouth. You kind of pack a lip with it. Oh, no. And then the other way is just a nice suckle and thumb massage. You know, you just kind of like <laughs> massage it against your tongue, lick around a little bit, explore, you know, just playing around. This is a horrible podcast. And, uh, we'll sign off on this. So the history of Cheetos. Nicole, yeah, break so it down. Break it so down. cheese puffs. We all know how che- Cheetos are made, right? They're a puff. Not everyone. Tell the people. Yeah. So, Cheetos' uh, methodology is somewhat similar to popcorn. Whereas mm-hmm. popcorn, you take a whole corn kernel. It's got to be a certain type of corn mm-hmm. that has been dried. And then you run it through high pressure and heat. And eventually, it just kind of goes and explodes out of there. This is effectively doing the same high heat, high pressure process, but for ground corn meal. Sure. And so, you can extrude it into any shape you want. Mm-hmm. So, it's actually invented um, by a company called Flake All. Flake all. They can flake anything. Come one, come all, flake all. Uh, they made animal feed. And so they were initially nice. like, okay. I love how all these things are like <laughs> aspartame was invented trying to make adhesive that was for safe windshield glass in cars. And then they like tasted it go. and they were like, Diet Coke. There you uh, go. And so they were initially making animal feed and then they were cleaning the equipment, trying to find a more efficient way to clean it. Found out if, you know, they made the equipment hot, ran water through it. Then some corn squirted out and went. And puffed into a delicious little thing, and then they ate it. And then they completely rebranded. Uh, and then about 10 years later is when Cheetos were actually invented. You had some nice. other companies, like uh, one called Cheese Wheeze. Then you had Cheese Doodles predate Cheetos. Oh, wow. Canadian. I don't right? think so. No, those are Cheesers. Oops. Canadian okay. is Cheesers. I think nice. Cheese Doodles are American. Okay. Um, but then you get actual proper Cheetos that were out in 1949. Uh, and a lot of people credit C.E. Doolin. For inventing mm-hmm. it, but I think C.E. Doolin's a scam artist. He's a shark. He didn't invent nothing, Nicole. I'm sorry. So, C.E. <laughs> Doolin and Doolin family, your family sucks. <laughs> no, they're probably, well, you know, I don't know. Liars, uh, cheats. But he's, he's the inventor of Frito in the Frito-Lay partnership. Oh, never mind. Um, but the actual story of the invention of the Frito, it was a Oaxacan immigrant in San Antonio named Gustavo mm. Alguin. Nice. Uh, yeah, and he, you know, obviously Frito's fried masa, effectively a fried tortilla, albeit a little bit thicker, a little bit saltier, some more whole corn in there. And then he wanted to move back to Oaxaca, so he was just trying to, like, sell his invention and all of mm-hmm. his patents and his machines. Uh, and C.E. Doolin bought it for pennies on the dollar and turned it into multi-multi-million dollar industry. So... Cheetos Crunchy were the original, right? You can imagine, like, these gnarled little things just being shot out of this, you know, hyper-heated, pressurized sure. little cannon. They're all gnarled looking. And then it was 22 years later in 1971, I believe, uh, when the puffs were finally invented. So mm-hmm. for me, the puffs represent, like, the space age. Nicole, this is two years modernity. after we landed on the moon. This is modernity. It's the future. 
Is it? Everything uniform. It's like we're all going to be living in these giant dorms. Like, you've seen The Matrix? Yeah. I just want to like, be hooked I've up to skimmed, the battery, I've dude. I've skimmed it. Just hook me up to the battery and put me into the cloud. Upload my consciousness, you know? I don't want to do that. Why? I love life. Yeah, do you live your own life in the metaverse? Mark Zuckerberg's there sucking on your Cheeto fingers. You don't want that? What? I don't want anyone sucking on my Cheeto fingers. Uh, not even Zuck. He's, a, he's the sexiest man. <laughs> I don't want Zuck uh, <laughs> to suck on my fingers. <laughs> no, but I think that literally I, I've always been the person who doesn't want the original because I'm always like there can be something better. Okay. But I, I'm also often wrong in that. Yeah, I you think know? you are too. <laughs> Thanks. Wow, God, I thought you were like, no, Josh, don't be so hard on no, yourself. No, 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 I agree. Like, sometimes, listen, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it's delicious, cool, you can innovate within the in, initial creation. But yeah. whenever you get too out there, like, reel it in. I'm a big fan of people reeling it in. Like, uh, too much is too much sometimes. Getting back to your core competencies. Yeah, I'm I'm all about core competencies. Right, and here in Mythical Catch, we're all about core competencies. <laughs> sometimes, and, and yeah. Churn rate and yeah. synergy. Yeah, and, and algorithm. Oh, God, we are all about the algorithm. Though. I don't really care about There's the other algorithm. Cheeto varieties out there, though. Huh? And they're trying to do new stuff. What? Tell me. Oh, remember there was a crisscross applesauce one? Yeah, the way did they do those in savory though, or were those just the sweetos? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Because my favorite enriched puffed corn product dusted in spicy powder is not even represented in the the puffs. Crunchy, it's hot fries. Hot is fries, hot baby. Fries? I don't like hot fries at all. I really hate why. Hate Chester's hot fries. One, they're better than Andy Cap's hot fries. They get stuck in your teeth, but not in a pleasant way. That yeah, Cheeto what, puffs. What do. is it that they? How do they? I don't know the difference in how they would make them. I don't know. It's but it's stickier. almost like it's, it's sticky. It's almost like there's no skin. Like there's no crust, right? Yeah. You bite into a Cheeto. There's a definitive crust where it's been fried. Yes, you know I, what I agree. Mean? Yes, I it's agree. almost like this has been cooked as like a loaf and then sliced into perfect fries. Yeah. You I know mean, what I mean? It, it doesn't have that sort of membrane on the outside. I need that membrane. Yeah. But I there's need something that. about the amount of fries that you can fit in your mouth. And just turn in just a paste of spicy goo that gets stuck in your teeth. Mm-hmm. Astronomical numbers on that one. The coefficient's mm-hmm. huge. I'm not. I it doesn't. It doesn't serve me. I'm not a fan. I'm just not. You can do you. I don't care. I'm proud of you. You you know who you are, and I love that. But like, not for me. Sorry. What are you like? You like puff corn? <laughs> I trader. Uh, no. <laughs> I thought you were saying trader like Trader Joe's. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't like any of those Trader Joe's like BS snacks, actually. But Trader Joe's had the, uh, they had like a jalapeno cheddar version of Cheetos Yeah, they that have were those. They're fine. Okay. They're yeah, fine. They're, but like, I'm just going to, you know, save a few bucks and just That's get the That's one thing that Trader Joe's to me can't compete on. Their talkie equivalent, though. Really? I'm all about their talkie equivalent. Ooh. I don't know what it's called, but I love it. I like vastly prefer their peanut butter cups. I think they're Oh, well, cups, yeah. Oh, like all that stuff. They're chocolate program. Mm. I'm just going to go ahead and call it that. Really good stuff. Their flavored nut program. Flavored nut. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on the spicy and sweet pecans. Oh, bro, you're talking. 425 for a bag. Let's go. You cannot beat it. David and I cleaned a bag in maybe like 14 hours. That stuff is incredible. I don't know how they do it. Uh, wait, they got these cashews that have like the Thai green curry. Oh There's a bunch my of the mukrut, lime, and the oh. lemongrass. God. Did, did you say cashews? Because they also cashews. have almonds. Do they? The cashews are all, I'm better, all about right? the cashews. They're though. better? Yeah, 100%. They're better. You know who makes some of the most underrated spice powders in the game? And you'll notice this if uh, you watch me eat. What? Tampico spice. The juice? No, that's to- that's Topo Chico. No, Tampico's definitely a juice. Oh, I don't Oh, yeah, no, but it's. I'm talking Blue Diamond. Oh. <laughs> oh! 
They need to start licensing their damn powders to put on Cheetos. Because here's the thing, Cheetos has tried to innovate in the flavor department, and I think they've really failed in a lot of ways. I was going to ask you, like, what's your favorite, like, flavor derivative? The only thing they've really had success with, I mean, Flamin' Hot is Mm -hmm. fantastic. You still get a fair amount of cheese flavor. Of course. Extra Flamin' Hot is good. I probably wouldn't pick it right off the bat. Pretty much just tastes like more sort of cayenne. Uh, They've done uh, Flamin' Hot Limon, which to me was a response to Takis. It's good. but. I don't know. I kind of it's enjoy the spicy with the cheese. I think OG Flamin' Hot's my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then they've done the jalapeno cheddar, which... I, I like it, but I don't I don't, I don't get it. it. It's a weird jalapeno flavor yeah. where it's like, uh, you don't know if it's fresh or it's pickled jalapeno flavor. It's almost grassy, but it's also acidic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't... It doesn't uh, what is it called? Scratch that itch mm. that I'm looking for? <laughs> no, no, no. It's like it makes the, the cheesy chip a little bit worse. Yeah. And then the, and I know we already decided that Cheetos aren't chips. Um, but yeah, it, it makes the spicy chip, it doesn't satisfy like a spicy chip either. Yeah. And same. they've done another one that I was incredibly excited for. And then mm-hmm. I have never been this disappointed in my entire life. Uh, other than when my son told me he doesn't want to follow in my footsteps to be a shop You butter. don't have kids I yet. have three children. They're um, not real. They, <laughs> and who do I talk to on the phone at lunch, Nicole? Uh, no, the Chipotle Ranch Cheetos. Did we have those? Have you have you never had them? I think I had them and they tasted kind of like uh, gasoline. Yeah, they the did. They tasted ones. industrial in a really weird way. I didn't way. really like those. I think sometimes like the smoke on a Chipotle, especially if it's yeah. a ton of liquid smoke, just gets acrid. Didn't really like it. And that was a bummer. And so oh. I think that, you know, we're talking about Puffs vs. Original. Um, yeah. I do believe that original crunchy Cheetos are the better brand to build around. Sure. Like you say, innovate yeah. within. Correct. Correct. Yes. Correct. I think, I think the Puffs... I might enjoy eating them more on a personal level. Again, I'm still jumping for Chester's hot fries. <laughs> I dislike puff corn. I yeah, think I was going to say, what about the puff corn? You're not about that life? No, I know uh, pa- prepackaged, like already pop popcorn yeah. is the big market that took off in America. Yeah, the like, white the cheddar smart food stuff is smart good. Food. Smart That's food. good. Yeah, they're, they're great. I yeah. think there's there's some kettle corns out there. Mm-hmm. I'll shove down a box of Cracker Jacks if I'm feeling frosty. I love Wow, when's the last time you had a Cracker Jack? Uh, I had Fiddle Faddle recently. Is that the one it's with like, the cheese? It's like, no, it's like bootleg cracker jack. It's like fiddle faddle? Yeah, I don't know. Fiddle faddle? No, I'm one. not white. What is fiddle faddle? <laughs> Nicole, you can't make fiddle faddle and cracker jack a race thing. Even if what do you mean cracker, cracker jack is a race thing? It's called fiddle it? faddle. It's they got little <laughs> toffee peanuts in the popcorn. It looks really good. Yeah, it's a delight. Okay, like I'm less, sorry. You know, but they don't say buy me some peanuts and fiddle faddle <laughs> in the song. So nobody knows what fiddle faddle is. I'm sorry. But Josh. no, I, I do like pretty actively don't like popcorns. I don't like popcorn. Uh-huh. What um, about the Cheetos mix ups? You ever had a Cheetos? The, no, what's the Cheetos it was, mix up? It was like the equivalent like of all a berries, Chex Mix. Yeah. Che- oh, it was like the equivalent oh, oh. of Chex Mix. And it just had, it had crunchy. It had the, the weird basketball looking thing with the little holes in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It had, um, it had some puffs and some other weird nub. I don't even know what that nub is, but one of these guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, there's no pretzels in there, are there? No, I, oh, I don't God. think there's pretzels. Thank Ooh, God. We should talk about what the Munchies? best. We should talk about the best uh, thing in a in a bag of Chex mixes. Oh, that'd be a good. That's what's a good the best one. Chex? Yeah, Maggie, write that down. Maggie, what's the best Chex mix part? What's Please. the best part of Chex mix? It's the friendships. <laughs> <laughs> right, Josh? It's the friendships. That's right, Nicole. <laughs> Did you know, Josh, that online a Cheeto shaped like Harambe, the beloved gorilla, sold for $99,000 on eBay? Is it still, <laughs> can I still bid? I don't think so. This was in 2017. Well, what's the resale value? 
Is it an NFT? Why don't we? <laughs> I don't want to ever say the word NFT on this podcast again. Why? I have made a referendum. We are the Crypto.com, a hot dog is a sandwich podcast brought to you by Solana, Nicole. And what is we Solana? will. I don't know. They make fake money, but what? people buy it. Josh, this is a world I do not want any part in, okay? No. You dabble. You I don't even know what the word. I don't even know what the word escrow means yet, man. And I don't want to Google it. And I also I don't want anyone to tell me what it means. It means the bank owns it. What? <laughs> yeah, that's no. What I thought it was means. like a you know a bunch of black birds. <laughs> that's that's gross. <laughs> There's gross over there. <laughs> it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> okay, you? If you were, if you were to if you were to try and. Introduce another flavor to the Cheetos line. What do you think? Because right now they are solely resting on the flaming hot Cheeto laurels. Okay, crunchy Cheetos, Puffs original, all that. They're, they're done. Loaded nacho. Loaded nacho. That's okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, honestly, like a partnership with Taco Bell. Taco Bell already had the Doritos thing. That was sure. a huge boon to both of them. Sure. Right. And so if you could partner with like, Jack in the Box, Catchy <laughs> Pepe. Cheetos. No, nah, but that's too upmarket. That's like if, if you're selling snacks in the mainstream snack market, um, there's actually a, a study done about the like amount of words that are used on upmarket versus downmarket snacks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because if you're selling a $5 bag, say like Kettle Brand chips, right? They're the perfect person to do cacio e pepe, right? You know, uh, yeah. just more words, more things that people wouldn't understand. Cacio e pepe. Yeah. Can, like, whereas like the they would have to say like, Parmesan, you know, like <laughs> yeah. they just have to spell it out. Sure. They can't have any exclusive language sure. on there because it's down market. So, so my current, my current uh, ideas right now: elevator pitch. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have loaded nacho. Cacio pepe got killed. Yeah, cacio pepe okay. done. We've eighty six uh, the cacio um, pepe um, on the um, Cheetos. Um, uh, I don't know. What are like? Uh, a, I mean, like b- burger, patty melt, onions. I feel uh, like something in like and out. queso. Queso is a hot button word right now. Sure. You know, but I mean, I know queso is technically and non technically Spanish for cheese. <laughs> I believe also in Tagalog, they use the term queso. Yes. The Spanish influence. No, but yes. I'm saying like, you know, there seems to be some sort of like hot button, millennial, Gen Z facing flavor right there that they need. Do I, I mean, know maybe what you it th- is? Maybe you, throw, maybe you throw an actual name of a pepper in there. Maybe you throw a habanero. Maybe you throw a ghost pepper in there and then combine that with How much habanero stuff habanero can it go handle? queso. I keep seeing it. I know. I it's oversaturated. It and it's not even spicy. No, it's never actually spicy. Because yeah. you can it's only orange. reach you it's orange. <laughs> it's orange. You can only reach a certain level of spice. Until it's like illegal to sell. To I mean people. not like illegal, just people won't, won't be buy able to it. handle it, right? You yeah. can't have a mass market audience. And so the place to go after that is sour. I mean Taki's already got that with their nitro dill turbo. Pickle. Dill. Did spicy. I spicy I think I made dill pickle Cheetos. Did you? I did. Oh my god, you did. I did. Were they good? They were so delicious. I'm trying to think of what I want from my own Cheeto experience. Mm. Because I love like what are your favorite chips? Like your favorite chip flavors outside of Cheetos? Um, well, that's a loaded question. I love all chips. I find I'm an equal opportunist oh my chip god. eater. Get at, no, okay. Yeah. okay. Okay, hold all on. Right. Let me talk. Um, I love kettle. I love kettle brand. Uh, I grew up eating their Dijon mustard. Is it their honey mustard chip? Is the honey Dijon kettle brand to me is the single honey, greatest potato chip of all time. I think it's probably my favorite. I also love limon chips. I also love a good ridged salt and pepper as well. Oh, I'm classic. a salt. Honestly, a salt and pepper is first. The with the ridges, mm-hmm. kettle brand ridges, salt and pepper, honey Dijon, and then. Um, uh, but I don't like salt and vinegar. Backyard barbecue, like you don't uh-uh. like that type of stuff. I don't stuff. care for barbecue what about, like, chips. like the Korean barbecue? Korean barbecue is I. Yeah. It's a little bit too sweet for me. I feel but, yeah, that. I'm just going to say those two. Those two chips 
are like my favorite. Mm. I'd say. What does that have to do? Do you with think? Cheetos? Well, no, because I'm trying to think if uh-huh. either of those you think could translate from, say, a potato chip to a Cheeto, mm. or do you think that flavor profile is Cheeto what you want? needs cheese. You, you think so? Cheetos need cheese. I think mm-hmm. if we do a barbecue situation, I don't think it's going to work. If we do a honey mustard version, I don't think it'll lend itself. I will look at it and desire it to be cheesy. Interesting. And the thing about Doritos is Cool Ranch is like cheese adjacent. You know what I mean? Because it's dairy. So yeah, like it satisfies but, it. Or, I mean, not every Doritos flavor necessarily. Like Salsa Verde, for instance, right? That's got no dairy. It has no it. cheese. How do you know? Spicy. There's no There's no cheese I don't think there is. There, there might be, but, uh, but I don't believe there is. So I'm saying Doritos, they're associated with nacho cheese, but you're not necessarily getting cheesiness and everything. But for some reason, mm. I agree with you. The Cheetos needs to have some sort of cheese component because a honey mustard Cheeto would probably be pretty delicious. I'd probably enjoy it, but it, it doesn't feel would, right. But it doesn't feel right. Like when I see a Cheeto, I know I'm getting cheese no matter what. And I like that. I enjoy that. Salt and vinegar Cheetos. Ugh, I hate salt and vinegar. <laughs> Never. Well, what we're really saying, Nicole, is we demand more Cheeto autonomy. Cheetonomy. You know? Cheetonomy. We need more Cheetonomy out there. We need more free market Cheetopitalism. Cheetopitalism? We need more options. Yeah. Because Crunchy versus Puffs, I mean, I'll, I'll fully come around and say that I agree that Crunchy is de facto the better it's Cheeto. Better. It's the better Cheeto. Yeah. Even if I reach for Puffs or Sorry, Hot Dad. Fries or the little balls, you can shove in your mouth, you play Chubby Bunny, Chubby Bunny. <laughs> you know, I agree that Crunchy are the one to build around. I think they're doing a disservice by not building around the Crunchy Cheeto better with more flavors and we deserve better. We ride at Frito Lay at dawn. Cheeto Tonomy. Cheeto Tomini. Cheeto Tom. Is that the right word? Cheeto Tonomy? Cheeto Tomini. Chippity. All right, Nicole, you've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. Before we start, we have a quick announcement. Our very own Trevor Everts has a new podcast coming out named Trevor Talks Too Much. Because um, if you couldn't tell that, uh, Trevor Talks... A lot, like too much. Yeah, too much. We'd really <laughs> like him to shut up. And no, so instead of him no. just, well, no, we want him to we talk. We want him but, to talk to other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And so Trevor's going to be talking to your favorite uh, influencers, TikTokers, mm-hmm. music artists, gamers, streamers, literally anybody you have ever cared about. Your grandma, <laughs> your dead pet dog, Trevor will talk to them on this podcast. <laughs> so make sure to go follow the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We just kind of stopped talking. <laughs> uh, I forgot we still have our own podcast. We're trying to gas up Trevor. You yes, know, we're so uh, proud, really of proud of him. Go listen. And uh, he, he really does have the gift of jab. Uh, five stars on all pod. If you can rate the podcast, give it five stars. Please. Actually, yeah, that's a big thing yeah. that helps because then when your self-esteem is down, you go look at your podcast yeah, rating. Yeah, give him and some five it, stars. Write a nice note. It doesn't note. Like, do anything actually, but it's nice for us. Confidence boost, baby. And don't troll and leave one-star reviews. Don't leave like, one-star reviews. Pop-tarts aren't ravioli. Just tell that to me my face, Kevin. All right, first up, we got at Betsy Rose 23. Maple flavored bacon jerky is the best jerky that exists, way better than regular beef jerky. My mm. problem with bacon jerky is it's just bacon. I don't like bacon jerky. It's bacon in a bag. I like beef jerky. Bacon. Beef jerky. Yeah, bacon <laughs> is kind of already halfway to jerky if you're cooking it crispy, right? Mm. You know what I mean? You ever had bacon jerky? Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, it tastes like worse, a dog treat. Yeah, it's worse bacon. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't really understand that, but I understand the want to put as much liquid smoke, sugar, and salt in your body as possible. <laughs> and so that's a pretty good way to do it, is that maple bacon jerky. But no, honestly, just buy uh, bacon bits in a jar. True. 
It's like bacon dip. You can pack a lip of bacon. It's oh, better. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, Steel Nation 19. My wife thinks it's disgusting. Great way to start any sort of opinion. But my go-to sandwich is a Braunschweiger, Vidalia onions, and white Wonder Bread. 999 Braunschweiger. 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 <laughs> Please don't yell at me. It scares me. <laughs> yeah. Our people are predisposed to not want that. Um, Braunschweiger, I'm guessing, is some sort of broth. <laughs> liverwurst. Bro- oh, really? Braunschweiger is liverwurst. Yeah, it's oh. like a chopped liver, but it's like mashed into a is circle it paste. It's great. I okay. uh, Last time I had this was, speaking of Jews, at uh, Marv's Deli out in Sherman Oaks. Nice. I woke up really hungover, and I actively crave chopped liver when I'm hungover. That's and I saw they had a chopped liver plate. That's such an interesting yeah. thing to like. You can't escape your roots when you're you're most vulnerable. <laughs> and so I go there. I'm like, Marv, give me a chopped liver plate. And it's just Marv in the deli. He's like an 87-year-old man. He goes, ah, my wife made me take it off the menu. And I was like, God dang it, Marv. And he was like, ah. Nobody ordered it in three years. Like, well, I did, Marv. And then he's like, you got a union job? And I was like, I just, can I have a Braunschweiger sandwich instead? Point is, Marv gave me a Braunschweiger sandwich. Uh, and it was really freaking delicious. Just chopped liver, but homogenous, a little bit more set, really well seasoned, great with Vidalia onions. I'd put a little bit of spicy brown mustard on that as well. Mm. Fantastic. Great. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got at Kitty Chaotic. Oh, I hate this so much. Muffins are a fork food. <laughs> If muffins aren't a hand food, what is? Um, it depends on the size of the muffin. If it's a big ass muffin, you gotta fork it. What's well, an ass muffin? <laughs> if it's a large ass muffin, <laughs> if it's a muffin with a large butt, muffin got cakes. If the muffin too thick to be handheld, you gotta use assistance with a fork. If a muffin too thick, you must acquit. That's that's what they say. When you said it's a it's a size issue, I thought you were. I was imagining like a bunch of tiny little muffins that you ate with a fork. <laughs> I was like, no. what kind of small muffins no. is Nicole like, eating? Those little, those little bits, those yeah, little bites. Like, little bites, yeah. yeah. those are fine. Oh, God, those are good. Like, whenever you get, like, one of those XL, like, brand coffee, muffins. Like, the big coffee shop yeah, muffins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you need assistance. Mm, I don't think you do, though. Do you just do have you? that little self-confidence to be able to, like, it's shovel it all in your mouth? nothing to do with confidence. Well, no, I'm saying Me? You, you should have the confidence in your own body. I am fully self-confident in eating no, something with my hands. You're vain. You're not confident. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, no. I just think whenever you're dealing with something, like, whenever you're out... <laughs> And like you're out and about at a coffee shop. Just a woman about town eating a muffin. (laughs) (laughs) Like in Sex in the City. Uh, Yeah, like, you you know, like it's not like it's too round and like you need to cut it in half and you need to like (laughs) take a little nibble. No, you rip the top off. You fold that in half. You compress it a little bit. You shove that in your mouth. See, I hate when people take their, their like baked goods and they squash them with their hands. You're getting rid of all the fluffiness, all that beautiful rise you got. You're just screwing it up by squishing it between What I do fingers. with my muffins between me and God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but a fork doesn't even solve, because I see the issue with that muffins are very <laughs> crumbly. You get crumbs everywhere, but a fork makes that worse to me. You have less dexterity with a fork. And also, they're for effeminate Italians, according to the Church of England in the 17th century. Not my opinion. I love a good effeminate Italian. I don't believe in gender essentialism, but I do believe in eating with your hands. Next opinion. Fine. Greg Cherrybrand says, there's only one proper way to eat a hostess cupcake. Swirl first, then cupcake, then chocolate. So does that, how do you? I don't think you can remove the swirl. I was gonna say the swirl is it's, an endemic part of. Yeah, it's like in the chocolate. How do you even? So take I it think off? I think what they do is they go with their finger and they scrape it in the in the pattern of the swirl. Okay, interesting. They eat that first. Interesting. And then they remove the top and then they eat the cake and then they do the chocolate part last. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> Nicole, rest her case. Uh, I, yeah, I think this guy's weird. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a great. You know, I eat my Kit Kats in a very unorthodox way. How do you eat Kit Kats? Courtney Kardashian. <laughs> oh my God! I One like of the eat... top three Kardashians. <laughs> I eat all the sides. And then I lift the top off, eat the top, and then I lift the bottom off, lift, eat the bottom, and then I eat the center wafers. I've been trying to eat the apple pie Kit Kats for about two years, ever since they hit <laughs> shelves, and I haven't been able to find them. I'm going to really buy them like for them. you right now. Can Josh. you please? That'd be yes. really awesome. Um, yeah, I, I get everything about the Hostess Cupcake thing, except for eating the swirl first. If you're just eating the cake from the bottom up, you know, eating bottoms, that's fine. Uh, but well, you no need to remove the swirl. All right, we got, <laughs> all right, at Nick J., this morning I tried eating my scrambled eggs with bolognese, and it was surprisingly very delicious. In my mind, a less holy version of shakshuka. Everyone should give it a try. Nicole, are you ordering those Kit Kats? Yeah, I, I just got them on Amazon. They're no coming way. tomorrow. They're coming Apple tomorrow. pie? They're coming tomorrow. Dude, what a good day. Say I just I need to realize that say I have- Say thank you. To whom? <laughs> to me. Oh, thank you, Kit Kat, for being a Kit no, Kat. No, say thank you, Nicole, Nicole for being proactive and giving being, me what I want. Thank you for God. giving me the tools to help myself. This uh, man is ridiculous. Bolognese <laughs> <laughs> and eggs. I'm less down. holy shakshuka. I'm down. Speaking of less holy shakshuka, it's literally called eggs in purgatory. Yes. Right? Correct. Uh, ovo al purgatorio, I'm saying mm, in Italian, probably. Mm. You eat it with a fork or with your hands? I do the scarpetta with flatbread. I love scarpetta. Scarpetta. Some people don't know what scarpetta means, and I believe it is the act of taking bread and soaking up the liquid of your food that you're eating. Yeah, I think it, I always thought it came from like the Latin root to like scrape. Maybe. I know. I think it's like boot. Oh. And there's some weird roundabout translation. Maggie's click clacking over there, <laughs> looking up. But yeah, the scarpetta, taking the bread, wiping it, and all the juices on your plate. It is a wonderful food experience. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, shout out to the Italians. Shout out to uh, who opened scarpetta? The guy that opened. Oh, scarpetta. Scott Conant. Shout out to Scott Conant. Yeah, he had a um, restaurant called Scarpetta. Yes, he did. And I was very young when it opened in Beverly Hills, and I always wanted to go with my friends. Like, hey guys, let's try this really cool Italian restaurant. Like, we're like, I, we're like, what, like maybe like sixteen. Like, we yeah. didn't have our own money and stuff. And they're like, it's too expensive because the spaghetti was like nineteen dollars. And now we go spaghetti, to, yeah. And now we go and we spend twenty five dollars on spaghetti. Ah, <laughs> missed an opportunity. A, it was come a perfectly good restaurant. Yeah, come back, come yeah. back to Beverly Hills, make another restaurant. I want to eat it. Shout out to Patricia Cornwell who wrote a book series starring a character named Kay Scarpetta. Yeah, Scarpetta means to make the little shoe. Nice. That's yeah, very you nice. You the remaining sauce in the dish for you. Okay. 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 Shenanigan Gandalf says, my wife says a bowl of melted cheese counts as soup and I need you guys to settle this. Please. My wife. <laughs> that was a monologue from the 2009s. Borat. I love Cultural Borat. learnings of America for make improvements Provincial. glorious nation Kazakhstan. I think so. Something yeah. like that. I love Borat. Depends on the cheese. I also love cheese. Depends on the cheese. Yeah. Um, no, I think melted... First of all, tell me one cheese that you can just melt and it doesn't stick everywhere. Velveeta. Okay, Cream. That's, that's one. That's two. Mascarpone. It's, mascarpone doesn't count. Neufchatel. No. Brie. No, brie sticks. Shrimp potatoes. <laughs> shrimp salad. Shrimp um, stew. I've been on a real a, big boat. It's not soup. It's not soup. It is just melted cheese. What if you add milk to it? <laughs> have you ever had like cream there's like I think it's called cream of cheddar from Campbell's no I've never had it it's just I've like seen it. yellow yeah I don't deal with it yeah I that, I mean, it. if they can pass that off as soup that's that's what this comes down to if you believe that Campbell's Soup Corporation world leader in mm. soups mm -hmm. which I think they're really hurting at this time because everyone soup? after 1990 <laughs> who eats soup except for Ted Cruz Ted Cruz likes soup Ted Cruz travels with his own canned soup what uh, weird little goblin 
Uh, and anyways, uh, yeah, if you believe that Campbell's can call that soup, yeah, Maggie's now searching. I love that Maggie's just take. No one asked her to like start researching stuff, but she's sitting <laughs> over there listening because she eventually like edits and produces this podcast. Oh she's just taking God. over research lead with. Which it's I love. great. It's great. Yeah, Ted Cruz got freaky with a hundred cans of soup after his honeymoon. I don't. That's need a weird this. headline. Of course, it's a Vice headline. Wow, way to just tell me the news, Vice. <laughs> Your turn. Oh, it's my turn. All right. We got at Bloom Purple Rose. I think I found peak tuna salad. Not confident already. They only think. Recently replaced half the mayo with kochujang and served it in a halved avocado. After this, no other tuna salad will be enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Half half the mayo with gochujang. That's strong. I know. Gochujang is a fermented rice and pepper paste from it's delicious. Korea. Sweet, Everyone fermenty. should have it in their fridge. Yeah. You it's never on, know when it'll come in handy. I think a lot of people, though, mistakenly use it as a hot sauce. Hot sauce as a concept is, like, pretty American. Uh-huh, is it? In terms of having, like, a thin, homogenous so sauce yeah. that you put on stuff. Gochujang is thick. It's thick. But, and then you make chokochujang by thinning it out with vinegar and some other mm-hmm. stuff to make yeah. it more of what we would view as a hot sauce. But, like, most other cultures, there's a, it's a lot more pepper paste. Like, think about sambals. Sure. Stuff like that. A lot more kind of chunky stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think a lot of people uh, cook with it in the kitchen. They kind of just, like, use a lot of it. This sounds like a lot. This sounds like a lot of kochujang. It's intense. I don't know if I'd like it with canned tuna either. I might. It maybe gives off like kind of like a spicy tuna vibe yeah. in like a weird way. The avocado. It's like a it's like a cheaper spicy tuna situation. I get it. I get it. It makes sense in like a weird way. I'd probably I'd, I'd rather go sriracha on this one though. Mm, you know, I think the sriracha you might know? be too acidic. Mm, I feel that. But I, I like understand acid. this. Why is it too acidic for fish? Fish fish loves acid. Mm. You know, I love I, how this is the one that's really dividing us culinarily. We're all. I know. <laughs> I'm happy you're happy. I love putting. Nah, even in a half avocado, you just chop up the avocado and I think it's a better eating experience. You know. Yeah, I'm really mad about this. I'm really disappointed. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Bloom Purple Rose. I'm sorry, you Josh. You don't deserve hey, this from me. Hey, don't knock I just, it, uh, Josh. Don't knock it. I have to try 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 it. I have all these ingredients at home. Okay. I eat so much canned fish. Ian Colley says matzah are a pretty lit breadcrumb option. During Pesach, when I can't have one cup of rice at dinner, I crumble two matzah crackers, fry them in olive oil with grated garlic base seasoning and Louisiana hot sauce. It's great for pasta, too. Does this mean that this person eats matzah instead of rice? It sounds like that's what they do during, oh, during Pesach. We, so I don't do that. No, your your folks, yeah, so, rice is cool, right? Yeah, so Sephardim, we are good eating kinyot, which is beans and rice and stuff. And the Ashkenazis do not eat any of that stuff, which kind of sucks. Like, it's hard for you guys. No, you see matzah all the dude. This, this dude's dealing. Yeah, Ian's dealing. Though. Also, I have a feeling this person's a, a bodybuilder, or at least bodybuilding adjacent, because he specifically said one cup of rice. Yeah. Yeah, I respect that. I respect measuring out the matzahs for the macros. Yeah. That's, we need more bear Jews out there. <laughs> okay. The bear Jew. Are you trying to be a bear Jew? <laughs> kind of, yeah. I think I'm Thank you. Bear Jew. Uh, no, this is, I, I, it took me a while for me to love matzahs. Matzahs. To really good. appreciate just like the stark simplicity of just that delicious, like toasted grain, mm-hmm. fire flavor. It's good. And now I like really, really appreciate it. Like I would love to be eating a, a matzah right now, except I'm, I'm going. No refined flour. Good for you. Just because I want to try. Not from like a, I want to get more shredded, but it is definitely that as well. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I felt the need to justify That's it. okay. I like matzah. Sometimes I have matzah when it's not Passover. Uh, ooh. Yeah, it's good. All right. We got at Smokey the Butch. <laughs> Broke. Ham and pineapple. Woke. Bacon and pineapple. Bespoke. Tandoori chicken and pineapple. Honestly, sounds good. Really? Tandoori chicken and pineapple sounds good. Like uh, making a pineapple chutney. 
If that even yeah. exists, I don't even know. I think it could definitely exist. I love uh, what's that Hawaiian place we order from? It works sometimes. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know. If I don't any even of us know what it's called. I don't ono, know it's called. ono Hawaiian barbecue. No, it's not Ono. It's, it's not? Moana. Is it really? It's Moana. They just use the Disney. I mean, I know Moana. I, I don't know. Probably not. It. I don't know. I love they. They do a dish that they call spicy pineapple chicken. What they do is they take. Uh, <laughs> chicken thighs and they just grill them and then put them in the most sugary teriyaki sauce and then a bunch of sriracha and canned pineapple and it's delicious so I love the like hard grilled chicken with pineapple Mm -hmm. thing but if you're talking about this in terms of like pizza because I think if they're talking about bacon and pineapple is this a pizza pizza? but in what other context you have ham and pineapple and bacon and pineapple oh my god never that's what I'm saying and so chicken on a pizza to me I don't love it. Like, I like a barbecue chicken pizza, yeah, but I don't even time. need the chicken. I just need the barbecue. Okay, imagine this. You make a curry-scented barbecue sauce, and then you okay. put up, you chop little pieces of chicken, uh, and then you put pineapple. You might grill the pineapple a little bit beforehand. Rolling. And then you put even more barbecue. And now then we're can, rolling. Yeah, now it now we're rolling. This is a good idea. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, I like this. Kirby Star 727 says, I eat kimchi on hot dogs. I pour some juice on the bun. Whole wheat buns can be dry. And then some kimchi, wrap them in foil, and warm them in an oven while I cook the hot dogs. And then I put the dogs on top of the warm kimchi. Amazing. Very detailed. This is incredibly detailed. Very. Um, I hate hot kimchi. I don't I love it either. I love cold I was just going to say that. I, I like a kimchi jjigae, like the stew. That's good. I like kimchi jjigae, but that's the, the extent of my warm kimchi. Even experience. then, it's like it's it's one of my bottom jjigae's, you know, yeah. like uh, <laughs> I, I don't love, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And so I don't know about this. And I I also prefer, but I love, no, I like warm sauerkraut on hot dogs. You do? I like I warm don't. kraut, cold mustard mm. on hot dogs. I like, I like cold kraut. You I know, love sauerkraut. As much as, I mean, I, I love kimchi, but I vastly prefer ice cold kimchi. Just eaten straight as the banchan as mm-hmm. a side. Me too. Um, I really love sauerkraut, though, on a hot me dog. Me too. The slightly cooked flavor. Like, to me, kimchi, it, it's, especially because you're using the Napa cabbage, like the heels especially, it all gets thrown in there. That can be, like, kind of tough. And for me, it kind of obstructs the hot dog. Mm-hmm. Whereas using the white cabbage for um, something like sauerkraut I think you're getting a uniform texture that, to me, sings with the uniformity of a hot dog. Yeah. You know what you could do? You could just chop up the kimchi really I believe fine. that's what they do. I believe they say like they, they chop it, I don't, which I respect. Or do, do, do they not say? specify? No. No. No, they didn't specify. The kimchi juice to moisten the buns, that's an interesting choice I don't like as well. that. I, I, don't I, I get that because I like, I like a fair amount of steam in my bun. That's why I boil my hot dogs. <laughs> Which people think is weird. I don't think it's weird. That's like the way that people cook hot dogs. You boil them. Boiling hot dogs is not weird. My preferred method, not that, but... What is your preferred method? So you take a knife, and then you cut little slits in the hot dog. No, And then you put it in it. a skillet with a little bit of oil. And You're then letting it split? You're pre-splitting it? I You're pre- doing like the cesarean on a hot dog? No, I'm giving it like pretty little marks. I'm giving it little like cuts. Episiotomy, not, not cesarean. Episiotomy. Is that when you cut the... Yeah. The, ouch. I know. You're doing that to ouch, your hot dog. No, right? Think not. about that. Why, why are you associating a hot dog with an episiotomy? I can't even say it. Episiotomy. It's not that hard. Why are you Why are you equating the two? They're don't, two very don't, different experiences. Don't, don't, don't Google images, though. I know. I don't need to. I mean, we should all be familiar with, like, the reproductive, you know, it's... And, uh, don't, and, and, the body, the human thank you, body. Sir, on that note, thank you for stopping by. A hot dog is a sandwich. We got new hot dogs, new sandwiches, all the new podcasts <laughs> coming out in the Mythical Kitchen. And new episodes every Wednesday. <laughs>
That nailed that one. If you want to be featured on Opinion Daily Casserole, so Josh can talk more about it. Episiotome. 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 So NSYNC would say episiotome. You can hit us up on Twitter at Mythical Chef or Nhendizada with the hashtag Opinion Casserole. Uh, and for more Mythical Kitchen, that's where Nicole and I work. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube. <laughs> we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of, of your dishes, Hit us up on Instagram. Of course, where else would you do it? <laughs> Mythical Kitchen. Yeah, don't, you know, don't send us come pictures. Come to our house with pictures of, of the your FPC foods. Of the <laughs> we'll see you next time.